Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast. My name's Lee. My name's Peter. And we're taking stories written by kids and we're turning them into awesome radio plays Peter, what's today's story? Today's story, Lee, comes to us from all the way back in March 2013 from a then kindergartner from Raleigh, North Carolina named Reed Beatty. And this story is called The Farm Plays Basketball. Peter, like we always do, let's listen to the original story that the author sent in to us. Read it. Take it away. It was a great day for basketball, the cow said. You're right, said the pig. Yes, just fine, said the horse. Yes, said the farmer. Now let's play, said the cow. Let's divide everyone into teams. One team will be called Carolina. One team will be called Duke, said the horse. Carolina gets the ball first, said the farmer. The cow was on Carolina's team. He grabbed the ball. He scored. Now Duke gets the ball, said the cow. The horse held the ball tightly, his team all around him. The horse almost scored, but Carolina grabbed the ball and scored in Duke's goal. The pig said, we're tied. Now, Carolina gets the ball. The farmer is about to shoot. He shoots. He scores. Duke's players are all running around. They almost got the ball, but Carolina scored. The cow said, it's four to two. Carolina gets the ball. No, Duke gets the ball, said the horse. No, the cow said, Carolina gets the ball. Arg! the horse shouted, Duke gets the ball. No, Carolina does, shouted the cow. The cow was angry, and then he and the horse got in a fight. The horse and the cow were screaming at each other, and it sounded like this. Ah! And then the farmer came and talked to them. 
if you guys want to play basketball, you're gonna have to be nice to each other. And then the horse and the cow screamed right in the farmer's face. Ah! The farmer covered his ears and then the pig screamed right in the horse and cow's face. And then it got into a bigger fight. The cow shouted, Carolina gets the ball. Ooh, the horse was more angrier than ever. It was a tough day that morning. I can't believe you're doing this. Duke gets the ball, said the horse. And then the pig came in front of them. It should be a nice day, guys, he said. Okay, said the cow. Duke gets the ball, said the cow. Let's play more, said the horse. And then they had lemonade and tea. The end. That was a high-intensity story. Lots of dialogue. Yeah, a lot of tension. Well, Peter, let's hear the Story Pirates adaptation of that story by Reed Beatty. Here is The Farm Plays Basketball. Well, hello, farm animals. It is me, the farmer, and today is the day of the great farm basketball match, and I am going to play basketball with you. Now, remember, play fair and no fighting. Okay, farmer. What do you think, Cal? It's a great day for basketball. The stakes are high. What do you think, pig? You're right, Cal. It's a great day for basketball. Get ready for my pig's style. What do you think, horse? Yes, let us shoe some hooves. It's a fine day for basketball. Yes, indeed. Oh, wait, what's that, Cal? I want to play. Horse, let's make teams. All right, let's divide everyone up into two teams. Cow and Pig will be called Carolina, and the farmer and I will be called Duke. Carolina gets the ball first. Take it away, announcer. Well, here we are on another beautiful day at the farm for a game of farm basketball. It's going to be a barn burner, baby. The cow is on Carolina's team. He grabs the ball. I've got the ball. I'm going to shoot. He scores. Oh, he's really milking it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you like my move? Now Duke gets the ball. They inbound it. The horse has got the ball tightly. His team is all around him. Get around me, team. Let me show you my hoof shot. Oh, the horse almost scores. But Carolina grabs the ball and... Scores in Duke's goal! They scored in the wrong goal! This is unbelievable action here today, folks! Everyone is shaking and baking! Especially the pig who's shouting! Oink, oink, we're tied! Now Carolina got the ball! The farmer's about to shoot! Look out, all you animals! Time for me to reap what I sow! He shoots! He scores! Oh, Duke's players are all running around! Defense! Defense! Oh, Duke almost got the ball! But Carolina scores! Oh, there's a time oh, there's a timeout. It appears there's a foul. Bark. Running across the court! Oh, while the farmer tries to get him, it looks like the cow and the horse are arguing. It's 42. Carolina gets the ball. No, Duke gets the ball. No, Carolina gets the ball. Nay! Duke gets the ball! Oh boy, the cow is angry, and then he and the horse are in a fight. The horse and the cow are screaming at each other. This no. is not stable. No. The farmer's going over to talk to them. Now you listen. If you want to play basketball, you're going to have to learn to be nice to each other. And it looks like the farmer has calmed all the animals down. Now we can get back. Oh, no! The horse and the cow are screaming right in the farmer's face. No. No. Now the pig is screaming right in the horse and cow's face. Ah. Oh, no. Now it's a bigger fight. I haven't seen a farm fight like this since Orwell was banned from public schools. Carolina gets the ball. Nay! Oh, the horse is getting angrier now. He better be careful. He's not called for a flagrant foal. Uh, 
It's a tough day this morning. I can't believe you're all doing this. Duke gets the ball now. Oh, now wait a minute. The chicken has come back out on the court, and a microphone is lowering for him. The chicken's right, guys. Aside from the foul language, it should be a nice day. What do you think, cow? Okay. Duke gets the ball. How about it, horse? Yes. Let's play more. It's the neighborly thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like things are cooling off here, and all the animals are friends again, and I don't believe it! The animals are drinking lemonade and tea! Do you believe in miracles? We'd never settle for anything less. Unbelievable, baby! The end! And now Lee speaks with the author himself, Reed. Hi, Reed. Hey. How are you today? Good. Where are you calling me from? Raleigh. Raleigh, North Carolina? Mm-hmm. And are you at home right now? Yes, I am. So tell me about Raleigh, North Carolina. What's that place like? It's sort of boring. No beaches, no nothing. Just schools, stores, apartments. Man, no beaches at all? No beaches. Do you like the beach? I love the beach. Yeah, you like the ocean? Mm-hmm. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? I would probably live in Barcelona. Whoa, Barcelona? Why'd you pick that? Or London. I would probably pick London. So why London? My favorite soccer team um, is one of the teams there, Chelsea. It would be cool to just have people speaking British, like, all around you. Yeah, it would, it would feel like you're in a movie or something, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. And what about Barcelona do you like? It, just could, it would just be hot, and, like, there would be, like, so much things to do, like, go to a bullfight or something. And probably go to the beach, right? Yeah, yeah. I like what I hear about Spain because it sounds like you can sleep pretty much all the time and then eat dinner late at night. Yeah. <laughs> um, Except for the school part. <laughs> yeah, you'd still have to go to school. Although, but I hear like the only thing they do is like play soccer. Is it true? I think it's true that pretty much anywhere else in the world besides America, soccer is the most popular sport, right? Probably, like, in Greece and, like, places, yeah. Do you play soccer? Yes, I do. What's your favorite sport? Soccer, but mostly lacrosse. Oh, wow. What position do you play in soccer? I don't really play soccer. I like play at school, but if I had to say, I used to play soccer, defense. And what position do you play lacrosse? Midi, also known as midfield. Awesome. And do you play basketball? Um, no. Well, that begs the question because you wrote the story, The Farm Plays Basketball, right? Yeah. So how did you come up with the idea for that story? Well, I had never, well, like, written a story to you guys before, and I was sort of little, and I didn't know what to write about. And at that time, my favorite, like, basketball team was North Carolina, and then my least favorite basketball team was Duke. And I thought that would be pretty cool to, like, make your own match against each <laughs> one another. That's awesome. Both teams. 
what about now? Who's your favorite basketball team now? Um, probably Harvard because I want to go there. Oh, cool. College. Are they good at basketball? Not really. They're more known for their braininess. Right. So are you pretty brainy? Mm, sort of. Sort of brainy. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite thing to be brainy about? Probably reading or writing because that's one of my favorite things to do at school and at home. And do you write a lot of stories? Yeah, not much, but like I write yeah, a lot of stories. So if you had to give advice to a kid who wanted to write a story but didn't know how to begin, what advice would you give them? You're doing fiction, you might want to start off as like a true story so you, you know what you're writing about, then move, but then move on to like the fantasy and like non-real life stuff. That's great advice. I like that a lot. Do you write a lot of nonfiction? Not really. I've only written like a couple nonfiction stories. I usually write fiction. Cool. Reed, anything else that you want to talk about in the interview? You can think for How do you pick the stories you put on the radio? We, you know, it's pretty random, to be perfectly honest. So every month we get all the stories about the whatever the theme is that month and then each of the actors picks a story that they want to adapt and so they read all the stories that we get and just look for one that makes them laugh or makes them think or that they think is interesting or that they think would be um that they think they would be good at adapting into a radio script yeah yeah okay makes sense right cool all right I think we're good. That was an awesome interview. You did a great job. All right. Thanks, Reed. Tell your mom I said thanks, too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. And if you want to see Story Pirates live in person, come visit us in New York City. We perform on select Saturdays throughout the year in Midtown Manhattan, and we feature new stories every week with the kid authors there to take a bow after the show. Find out the full schedule at our website, storyparts.com. And while you're there, you can pick up a t-shirt for the Story Pirates fan in your life. We also want to take one second to give a special shout out to one of our Story Love partners. Story Love is an incredible program where volunteers help the Story Pirates to write positive feedback on all of the story submissions that we receive throughout the school year. So a big thank you to Scholastic Education for all of your volunteer efforts and continued support of the Story Pirates. Please remember to friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, and we will see you next time. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? 
Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Hey grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey Peter! Hey Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh no, I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. <laughs> 